Welcome to part two of At The Bar Podcast 2016 Craft Beer Awards. This Woo-hoo. is Mike, your host, and I'm all. we're all disoriented here. This is hard. This is probably the most work <laughs> I've ever put into a pre-show ever. Uh, I feel like but, my brain's constipated right now. I can't even figure this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, we're about to shit out winners. <laughs> I hope so. But it's Mike, and joined by the, the usual two co-hosts of mine, we have Jeff. Hey, what's up, guys? And we have Chris. Hey, everybody. We'd go into nicknames, but this could be a long, lengthy episode, so I want, I want to try and like cut it down. But are, anyway. we, uh, are we live this week? Are we going? Are we streaming no. again? We were not no streaming. streaming. Um, because YouTube fucked us last time? Yeah, fucked us, and then I got stre- I got super stressed out and shit, so we'll, we'll, do, uh, we'll do this stuff here. So I know one of the things we talked about last week was drinking more on the show, and I'm the most guilty of that because I'm normally not drinking like a piece of shit. So I know Jeff has a beer, and I'm sure Chris has a beer. As yeah. I always do. All right, so let's go around. I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm all out of Florida beer for some reason. I'm, I'm never, almost never out. But as you guys can see, I'm drinking a Dogfish Head beer for breakfast stout. I like that one, never, man. That turned out really good. Never had it. Been wanting to try it. So uh, you know, I'll crack it open here, and while I'm opening it, we'll hand it to Chris to see what he's drinking. Honestly, man, I there was a sale on Highlight at Publix this week, and that's one of my go-tos, so that's what I went with. That's kind of what I'm drinking now. Just yeah. a high, just a regular old Highlight? Regular old Highlight, man. Old reliable, man. That's a good choice. Right? Uh, with uh, Right with Mike, I'm actually doing a breakfast out as well. This is a uh, Urban Family uh, Death to Cereal breakfast stout uh from seattle actually uh we just had a sour of theirs yesterday called lady of the night it was phenomenal so sour. Good. oh yeah and uh so we thought maybe this one would be good it's it's okay i'd give it a you know i'd give it a 3.25 somewhere in that range nice okay cool <laughs> i love how we just untap everything now the <laughs> i gotta get the habit of doing that man i've noticed you guys do that that's yeah. a little gonna step up on we, we used to do out of 10 but now i think we have to do out of five now <laughs> no it's still out of 10 it's just a really low beer no no it's good it's style it's just uh the carbonation's a little weak and uh it's bottle fermented so it's um or bottle conditioned i mean so it's uh you know i think they just messed up on that the bottle conditioning a a tiny bit but otherwise uh body's a little light and but it's good cool so we're gonna get into this this uh last part here there is 15 categories and this time instead of honoring breweries we're doing specific specific florida beers (laughs) this is a train wreck already (laughs) (laughs) that just reminded me of that like uh the bruce almighty scene where he's making (laughs) (laughs) um so (laughs) this is what we're doing with our lives yeah right (laughs) sunday night (laughs) (laughs) so category one guys we're doing best lager so uh i mean you want to do the old format chris goes first and then do that sure man i don't mind taking the wrong one so cool so starting out, um, one of the first ones I kind of saw pop up and about was uh, Do South Lager. So they got my bronze. It's, it's <laughs> dude, it's an easy killer on that one, man. Um, okay. Recently, Green Binge came out with their postcard pills, which I've been really, really loving. I think a lot of breweries now are kind of jumping on that Pilsner bandwagon. It's not necessarily a bandwagon, but I think a lot more people are are actually looking for them as consumers go. But um, they made a really, really solid one, and then. Um, my gold went to Tampa Lager from Cigar City. Okay. Um, the hotter than hellest man, like 
I loved it for what it was. It was a great representation of the style, but this new one, like I was fortunate enough to try like test batches of it from time to time while it was like kind of in development. And it, it just turned out awesome. I could kill a six pack of that. And, like no problem. Yeah. I have a feeling just with your list, I think we're gonna have a bunch of variety of beers and not too much of, we're not going to be matching our selections. Like last episode, we all kind of agreed on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, don't get too ahead of yourself there. I have pretty much. We've got different things available in our markets. And I think yeah. like now it kind of falls on personal choice as, as far as like what the actual breweries are doing as opposed to what breweries themselves. So, yeah. So, so my eyes are all completely different and there's a bunch of surprises in here. So for my bronze for best lager, I had to do the J dubs Kolsch. Kind of, it's in the lager category. I so I I kind of threw it some love. Um, super drinkable. For silver, I went Ocean Sun Peach Burst for my silver award. It's pretty All much right. Ocean Sun's okay. lager. They put peach in it. Yeah, there was it a culture is, they did with peach, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so good. Like, so good. And dude, then they're, for, they're killing it, man. Yeah, dude, they're definitely stepping their game up. And for gold, the big surprise, I gave it to Black Cauldron's Honey Bear. What? <laughs> yeah. For the best lager that I've had in 2016. That is uh, that's a surprise. Yeah. And that is that. I'm going to tell you, I don't remember what it has off the top of my head, but there's honey, honey and something else in it. And real and bear. Real bits of bear. <laughs> yeah, don't tell PETA. Freshly harvested but, uh, black bears. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I give it. I give it to them. All right, well, mine, uh, in similar fashion, kind of to Chris, I, I did uh, for the bronze medal, I also did, um, well, actually, originally I was going to do a Pilsner, but I didn't. I went with uh, Tequesta Brewing Kolsch, uh, which is Chancellor, which is their Kolsch, um, which actually, incidentally, happens to be not advertised, but I have heard now from multiple people that it's also a gluten-removed beer, which oh, cool. is kind of cool, um, because there's not very many of those that are worth drinking, and uh, the Chancellor Kolsch is actually good beer on its own and also gluten-removed, so that's good. Um, silver, I went with Craft Lager by Ducell. Um, and gold, I went with Tampa Style Lager, which honestly I believe to be very similar to Hellas uh, in, in so many ways. Um, and maybe if you didn't try Hellas first, you wouldn't think that, but um, they made the right changes to it. It's good. So, no, dude, and like honestly, like I'm a sucker for branding too. And that new branding on the lager, like it just pops. That can just pops on the shelf. Yeah, for sure. All right, category number two, and the reason why I picked this is because there's a lot of this style coming up throughout the the Florida uh, market. So number two is best blonde. And right. uh, why don't we, you guys take the helm on this one? All right, I'll go first on this one if you if you want. Um, I went with, and you're going to see a reoccurring theme now that I'm in the South Florida market. I've had a lot of uh, funky Buddha this year, as you would probably imagine when you're down here. So. I'm sorry if that annoys you as I continue, but um, bronze is going to go to Funky Buddha on top blonde, um, which is just a standard blonde, a, a good blonde ale, and they do, uh, you know, Funky Buddha does a good job, but there's nothing too outrageous about it. Ends up in the bronze spot. Silver goes to Three Daughters Beach Blonde, um, mm. and gold goes to one that I've had very recently, actually, which is Blondes Make Me Hoppy by Civil Society. Um and it is a dry hopped Blondale, and it is very good. Mike doesn't like Civil Society, though. Well, that's a whole what? other, that's a, that's a, that's a whole other topic for another day. Don't write me out, dude. You were like, these beers, Carter, suck. I'll be honest with you. So I was a little underwhelmed uh, yesterday when we went after Trench Day 
with some of the uh, IPA selection. I was a little bit like maybe the cult following is is uh, undeserved. A little bit, but they yeah. do have great beers. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm actually going to be down there next weekend, and I'm going to be going to Civil Society again, and it's going to be quite a while since I've been there. So maybe maybe I was a little enamored the first time I went down there. That's possible. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if I get another uh, like a second opinion on it. Cool. Well, obviously, you better have that featured on the show. Well, yeah. Of course. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'll go. Uh, for Best Blonde, I gave my bronze to Lauder Ale's El Nino that we had on our El- Lauder oh, Ale episode. Oh, good. Yes. That was very good. That is the non-pepper uh, one, just their, their base. So that was very good. Silver, for me, is a surprise. It's Freddy's by Golf Beer, which is made in Brew Hub. Pretty much a professional golfer, Freddy, whatever the fuck his name is, made this Blondale, and I liked it a lot. And for gold is Funky Buddha Sticky Treats. Yeah. I knew that was, <laughs> I knew that was, like, I knew that was a Blondale, but... I didn't know if it counted, so I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that one, to be honest with you. And I think I, yeah. you and I differed on that. But. Yeah, so Sticky Treats takes the gold for me. <laughs> All right, man. Well, well, bring it to my list on the blondes. Uh, bronze, once again, went to Funky Buddha on top. It, again, there's it's just a, a non-thinking beer. Like, it's good. It hits all the mm-hmm. right points. You don't have to worry about, like, dissecting it. Um, another one that – and honestly, like, this kind of just came from a list of, like, of what I had this year, and I don't drink many Blondales, so like these were literally all of them that I had. <laughs> <laughs> so Silver went to uh, Swamp Heads Eternal, which is one they make like every year, I guess, right right around the end of spring for a conservation effort kind of thing. And then um, Gold went to Ocean Sun uh, with their Bumby Blonde, and I know oh, it's technically good, a yeah. Belgian blonde, but like yeah. I just like it, and it, it's one of those ones where the breweries like five minutes down the road from me and that's an easy one to get a growler of pretty quickly so yeah for sure yeah i had that the, the first and only time i went to ocean sun now i was kind of blown away by it and i like the the belgian touch considering i'm not necessarily the biggest belgian fan yeah it's subtle you know what i mean like yeah. it's not like crazy in your face with all like that bubblegummy like fruity ester kind of thing it's yeah it, it well so cool so moving right along category three Another hard one for us, or at least for me, best fruit beer. So it's pretty broad. Anything with fruit is pretty much open game. But, um, oh, man, I'm burping over here. This, this beer for breakfast is getting me. Gross. Burps. It's really <laughs> good. It's so good. And so uh, best fruit beer. So um, I guess I'll go first for mine. Uh, bronze I gave to Brew Hub Keybilly. It's a lager made with key lime. Silver I gave to Cage Brewing Summer Blueberry. And I had oh, it. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it is it was like super like purplish pink, like bright. Nice. And then for gold, I also had it with Jeff after uh, coasters. It was Intracoastal's Apricot Hefe. Oh, you loved that one too. Yeah. Did, yeah. So uh that actually Damn. inspired my first homebrew. So oh, look at you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you want me to go, go, yeah, you want me to go next? Go so uh, the next, uh, so for fruit beer, I also uh, for the bronze spot, uh, I put in the cage uh, summer blueberry because it's a phenomenal oh, fruit beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it is so good, and yes, the color is is going to blow your mind. You kind of think like, what is this gimmicky weird beer that I just got in front of me? And then you taste it, and it's phenomenal. So, um, yep, the blueberry. Uh, made it on the list there. MIA Raspberry Vice is uh, uh, old reliable uh, year-round, but from MIA, that's very good. And then Gold, 
went to Funky Buddha Blueberry Cobbler, which Uh-oh. every single year is just the best fruit beer you could ever get out of Florida, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, feel free to tell me I'm wrong, but I'm not. That's fair, man. I mean, they, they do it with that whole like dessert beer kind of thing, so. which I'm sure we'll be hearing about later. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know. So, best fruit beers on my list. Uh, bronze went to J-Dubs, like the passion fruit wheat that they do. Um, I'm kind of a girl. When it comes to passion fruit, I love it. If you put it in a beer, I'll put it in my face. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. That needs to be on a shirt. Yeah, that's too shirt. That's a shirt. Uh, Silver went to uh, Tomoka. They did a Muscadine Berliner Weiss last year. And, like, I heard about that, yeah. It literally just smelled like white grape juice. It was awesome. Yeah. I heard about that, yeah. Um, so if they do that again, definitely keep an eye out for Maybe that. Maybe you want to try it? Lastly, uh, it was one that I had maybe two weeks ago, and not many people may know about it. I don't know how readily available it was, but it was also MIA. It was like Diosa Verde. Um, it was a Berliner Weiss made with like kale, cucumber, and lemons. Ooh. And it tasted like like uh, like one of those naked green smoothies. <laughs> yeah. I, I love like the whole kale juice kind of thing. So like it just was right up my alley. So if, that's, if you're trying to feel a little bit more healthy and adult-like when you're drinking your beer, I recommend it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like and stuff. Sure. Watch your calories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. See, this is a good list. I'm, I'm, this is. I'm happy. So number four, the biggest. This 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 style is so big. We had to break it up into into two categories. Category four, best IPA. So who wants to take that? I think Chris wants to take that. Yeah, I'll start out with it, man. Um, <laughs> why not? Let's do it. Um, so in these, I went off like core brand ones, like everyone and their mom makes 10 different specialty IPAs throughout the whole year. Right. And you're never going to be able to try every single one. So it doesn't make sense for me to try to pick ones that like was a one and done in some tap room that you'll never actually be able to try. So I try to pick like core brand ones. So bronze went to a green bench with their sunshine city. Um, I love that one. And, I hear good things. Yeah, for sure, man. They just, they nailed that whole like, like stone fruit kind of, like papaya, also with the whole citrusy grapefruit thing, it just turned out really well. Um, number two is again old reliable highlight. Um, like I fell in love with it what six seven years ago, and it just hasn't changed yet. So, uh, well, my love for it, the beer has changed immensely, but it is what it is. Um, and then gold uh, went to Proust La La Land. I don't know if you guys oh. have been up there. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, dude, I was up to, like it's maybe it's just been a while since I had it, but I was sitting in the tap room just kind of like while I'm business and stuff, and like it's it's amazing. I I could drink probably a slim of that over the weekend. Holy shit! I well, so probably, it, those are good. You had one uh, green bench. It it made my list, and then it got crossed off, so it, it was on there. So we'll call that an honorable mention because I I also had that on there, but I did. Uh, the bronze goes to. Do South Category 3 uh, IPA, which I, I didn't know because I actually think Category 5 is better. But um, I went with just standard IPAs. Uh, and like you said, just kind of like the mainstream brands that are always available because the next question kind of encapsulates more of the other stuff. So I did Do South Category 3. I did Swamp Head Big Nose, a little toot to Swamp Head. And Gold is going to... Surprise, surprise, Cigar City, Jialai IPA. <laughs> Jialai. <laughs> Good picks. So going into mine, Bronze, Toplin Goliath's Golden Nugget IPA out of Brew Hub. 
Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Silver. I had dumbed down highlight, but it got silver. I had to dumb it down because gold I gave to do South Category Three. <laughs> cat Three is now Cat, cat three, three is really good. It is a phenomenal. When you, t- when you told good. Brian yesterday, like, oh man, Cat Three is probably one of the best IPs on the market. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> it is though. It's, it's on my list. It took gold. <laughs> I'm actually just jealous you guys got to hang out with him all day. We hung out with him most of the day, yeah. Yeah. And his brother, who's a brother, who's yeah. a very nice man, by the way. Yeah. Nice. Super cool guy. Everyone's cool down there. So anyway, and moving Joel. forward. Yeah, moving forward. <laughs> Category five, best specialty IPA. So that is pretty much IPA with some added to it. So mm-hmm. like either or like additives twist. or whether it be like black, white, or red, or whatever right. you want different to style of IPA, whatever. Yeah. Right. So who wants that? to go first on that one? I'll go I'll first. Oh, Chris got it. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, bronze, I gave to a Pinglehead Red Ale. Um, I fucking love that beer. And unfortunately, it's not down here anymore. So if you're ever up in the Orange City area next to Jacksonville, go check them out. It's kind of like an 8% red IPA-ish kind of thing. It's definitely, yeah, it's red IPA. Yeah. So they, they say red ale, but it's it's definitely a big, strong, hoppy red beer. So um, Silver it. got... It was Everlasting Hopstopper from Ardwolf, um, which was also a like Imperial Red Ale. If you haven't noticed a different, like a, a you haven't noticed a, a trend here, those are kind of my favorite styles ever. Um, and I don't know how often they make that one, so if you're up that way, I'm sorry if they don't have it. It's not my fault. So, um, and then Gold went to White Oak from Cigar City, just because it's when I see a four pack of that, I wonder how many of them I can justify buying. Um, all of them and, uh, every <laughs> every one of them yeah. you yeah. check the date and then you check your wallet and you see what happens so well i get paid the night mm-hmm. cool all right so, you, want uh, me, uh, you want me to hop in or you got it uh it does, you could go that's fine all right well i just wanted to also mention that i just opened up another beer and that i grabbed the 1050 out of the fridge and then i realized that it was the one i've been aging for two years so this is a 2015 1050 <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to say that uh, I'm glad that I got to share it with you guys on the show. Oddly enough, well, man, <laughs> I was uh, I was actually at an account in Orlando recently, and they just had like a 1050 night where they had 14, 15, 16, and then like uh, the bourbon age one. Yeah, it turned out really, really good, man. So you it's really it. good. It is smooth as can be, and I love 1050. And this one's been sitting here for a while, and it's uh, it's mellowed out real nice. But um, Sweet, all right. So going on to the best IPA or or specialty, specialty IPA. Um, bronze got the White Oak High Life for me. Uh, it is it is like the epitome of a specialty IPA in Florida, but it is uh, we'll call it old reliable for me. Um, but it didn't like blow me away every year because it's you know I'm just kind of used to it at this point, which is sad to say because it is a phenomenal beer. But um, silver goes to Angry Chair Peach Ascension which I don't really love peach that much, but that beer was really good, um, well-balanced, good peach flavor. And then gold went to Red Cypress Brewing Carl New England IPA oh. because uh, I didn't know if that, if New England IPA counted at first, but once it did, that one makes the list on top because it's amazing. Okay, I dig it. So for me, Red Cypress Carl takes bronze. Great beer, great. I think it's better better than the Earlene, personally. Um, silver, 
I got to give the love to Bowegans, man. The Trihopical Fusion IPA is just money, money, money. Dude, I just don't <laughs> make it out there enough. Like, they're they're just kind of far away from me. I've never out that way, but I, I they're know they not. They can kill are they stuff. still not distro yet? They're in, they just hit distro like two weeks ago. Okay, cool. Okay, good. They need to. Uh, so, congratulations to them. Um, and then for me, gold, I'm, I'm in line with Chris. Got to go with OG, the White Oak Highlight. You know? You can't not. They made on our list. So it's good. It's well deserved. Great beer, uh, and then it just sells fast. I hear it ages good, so well, you know, cool. So number eight, Solid. number eight, number six, category six. We're getting the dark beers, fellas. Best brown ale, and this category I made specifically for the gold winner and silver, but primarily the gold. Okay, so, well, why don't you start off then? Because I had a I'll hard time off. with this one. Maybe. Okay, I'll go. Bronze, OG, Maduro Brown. No questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Can, great. All around, whatever. Fantastic. Get it. Silver, Bowiegans hits the mark again with my favorite brown ale that I can get pretty much all year. Bowiegans toasted almond brown. Get silver. But gold. Sounds good. Gold. I couldn't do it, Jeff. I had to give it to him. Funky Buddha French toast. <laughs> of course you did. That's the best brown ale there is. Fucking brainer. So those are those are those are mine. <laughs> yeah, that's the best brown ale there is. Like Funky not just French in the state of Florida. Like just it's amazing beer. Yeah. Well, see, that's so, what I love about this too. Like mine, none of them are like the, the like the flavor additive beers. So like I just don't consider those for like classical styles, but like it's cool seeing how everyone sees the individual styles and stuff like that. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so speaking of which, uh, so brown ales. Um, again, this is one of those ones where I think I literally wrote down every one I have this year because it's just not a big style for me. Um, so I, I just thrown that out there. So if you're listening and I'm wrong, sorry. So <laughs> um, for bronze, I went with Hourglasses Brown Bear. Um. If you haven't been out there recently, they've stepped up their beer game immensely, man. They, you know, they started doing distribution with canning and draft and all that kind of stuff. So, um, they're they're doing a solid job. The brown bear just turned out really, really well. Um, Silver went to Central Twenty Eight with Miss Mary. Um, Good pick. They, yeah, they're another one of those brands where you know they're small now, but you know the door is wide open for them. Yep. And then gold, I went with Maduro just because. I mean, if it wasn't Newcastle, it was Maduro, and I was reaching for a brown ale. So, uh, Chris is OG. <laughs> it's dude. I, I I got in early, and they just stuck with me. Sorry. <laughs> I I gotta say, out of all of the out of all the core brands from Cigar City, I think Maduro is the best one. So that no Agreed. surprise there that Maduro made it as on, as a gold there. Um, Highlight a close second, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, my bronze goes to Bold City Duke's Brown Ale. Uh, which is a very good brown ale uh, for just a kind of a core brand. Silver goes to Maduro, and gold goes to guess who? Mike, why don't you announce it for me? The Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha French Toast. <laughs> Funky Buddha French Toast. Yeah. <laughs> Double brown ale. It is. It's amazing, and uh, I don't even want to talk about it because it's gonna make my mouth water. So a right. side note that Buttercup didn't make any of our lists. I honestly like. Mm. I didn't have. I was big on it. Feel compelled to have it because, like, the whole peanut butter brown ale, peanut butter porter thing's been done for so long. Like, what are you gonna do differently? It it did not come out great in bottles. At least the bomber I had. So I, I heard it was a lot better on tap, but 
I, I never had it on tap, so. Anyway. They are they are all starting to taste the same to me the the peanut butter beers and I, I eventually I think uh, like there's a they, some of them stand out like really big but a lot of them are starting to blend together. Yeah, and you know speaking of peanut butter beers and Funky Buddha, when's the last time you saw like no crusts around? No um, crust is done. I haven't seen it in forever. It's I mean it's not done, done, but we when we went to do the Funky Buddha episode, that was the first beer I got. Yeah, it used to be like it was like it was fire for a while in this area, and then like it just never saw it again. I don't know. They're having uh, quality control issues because the one I had wasn't very good. So, but moving along, category seven, best porter. And this one, I have a feeling you get interesting. All right, I'm going to start it off then because I have a feeling both of you have Funky Buddha in there somewhere. No, you're lying. Because, <laughs> <laughs> again, I didn't go with crazy over-the-top specialty pork. <laughs> but um, I just kind of went with, like, just kind of fun, cool takes on it. Um, bronze Bog Brewing out of uh, St. Augustine. They did Chipotle Porter that was just killer. Um, super, super small. So unless you actually go to the tasting room, you're not going to get much from them. Um, silver, I gave to Crooked Can. They did a Baltic Porter. Um, kind of right around of like late spring of last year, and I'm just kind of a sucker for that style. It's just super mellow, kind of a higher ABV, but it hides it well. Um, turned out really, really well. And then gold, um, I've always been a big fanboy of this beer, and this year finally made a return. Was Smoke Signal from Swamphead? Um, I geek out over that one only for nostalgic reasons. Um, so I was glad to see that out and about again. So I think there's still a few bottles of that in the tasting room, but that's about it. Oh wow. Good list. Never heard of any of those beers. You can get face, <laughs> right. <laughs> so for me, I guess I'll go first. Uh, first, second. Duh. Uh, for bronze. First again. <laughs> yeah. For bronze, I put Funky Buddha Last Snow. For Porter, it's technically a Porter style uh, for what they have on the, uh, the label here. Silver, Funky Buddha, Last Buffalo in the Park. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Funky Buddha, we're available for endorsements. Uh, a $30 bottle. And then for gold, a beer I literally could not let go. One of my favorite beers in Florida, Lauder Ale's Sea Porter that we had at our Lauder Ale episode, Jeff. It was the one with the coconut mm-hmm. in it. And yep. It tasted like a donut. Check so that Lauder Ale Sea Porter is... Okay, so full disclaimer, full disclaimer, um, before we even go, I struggled very, very hard to not make this all three Funky Buddha. Um, and here's the reason why. Yes, we're fanboys, obviously. You guys know this by now. We like Funky Buddha. But if you go on Untapped and check what the best porters in the state are or in the country are, Funky Buddha has like six of the top like 25 porters in the world. They have three of the so, top six. Right. So, like, yes, I could fill up an entire list of Funky Buddha porters because that's literally, like, the thing they do best. But just as that, that's my disclaimer. For, for bronze, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter, a phenomenal beer and best uh, one of the best beer release events that you could go to. Then I did go to an Old Reliable. I did shy away from going Funky Buddha again, and I went with Cigar City Puppy's Breath Porter, which if you guys Ooh. haven't had it, it's a fantastic coffee porter. Um, very smooth, super mellow, and one of my favorite, actually one of my first craft beer, dark beers that I tried that I really loved, and uh, it's still just as good. That's a good one. As it was back then. 
And then gold went to the OG, in my opinion, of flavored porters in Florida, and that is the last snow, which everybody loves. So, including Ooh. Chris. So, <laughs> yeah, last snow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry that they are Funky Buddha. I do have a lot of Funky Buddha on here, but like I said, they have like a check untapped or check beer advocate and see how many of the top porters in the world they have, and you'll you'll understand why. Right. And and I mean me personally, I drank a lot of Funky Buddha, not only with that episode, but in general. So it's Funky Buddha's around and and you know, I know me and Jeff drink a lot of it. I don't know about Chris, but it has right. as good as it can make the list. I still have like my, my little geek out moments whenever I see certain beers from cool. them come out. So. so number eight. We are more than halfway done, guys. Best stout. And I struggled with this one for bronze. But I know Jeff. I know two of Jeff's because two of his or two of mine. You think so, huh? Oh, I know so. And it's probably in the same placing, too. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first since I'm the one talking. So bronze, I gave to Jay Wakefield here at Kitty Kitty for stout. I uh, just had that the other week at Thirsty Topher, and I fell in love with it. Um, silver, I gave Funky Buddha Love Below. And then the runaway gold. For me, without a question, wraps chocolate peanut butter stout. Uh, chocolate, yeah, wraps chocolate peanut butter stout. I can't say I've had that one. For and that's that's oh man, Not, no question, gold. Okay, so those are mine. Um, okay, so mine, uh, mine, my bronze medal winner is um, uh, what should probably be. I, I'm sure it'll make Chris's list. I would imagine. Um, is Hunapu, which is the number one rated stout in the state uh, on Beer Advocate and Untapped, and one of the most known. And it is a phenomenal beer. Um, I have a bomber in the fridge right now, and I might crack it open later if I'm feeling frisky. Uh, silver goes to the wrapped chocolate peanut butter stout. Oh! Jelly is even better. I didn't include it because it's not – I don't even think it's ever even been in their tap room. I think it was just something they were fucking with. But it is um, – if you get the jelly one, that's even better. But wrap peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter stout is amazing. And then the gold medal winner is the best beer in the state Shut by far. Funky Buddha, Love Below, blended oh. barrel aged imperial stout. No. My favorite beer. Probably my favorite beer in the world, but my favorite beer out of Florida for sure. I can't oh. say I've had that one. You have to have it next time. You, if you ever see it, you have to try it. It is phenomenal. It's it's the same stout Coming out aged in two different barrels. Um, two different, I don't even Urban remember. Bourbon and Chardonnay. Bourbon and, I thought Chardonnay. it was Cabernet or something. Bourbon. I don't know. Yeah, some shit like that. It's a wine barrel and a bourbon barrel. And then they take them and they blend the two batches till they get the perfect taste. And, and it's one had, of the most had, complex and amazing beers you'll ever try. They had so chocolate the you and cherries. About, they, like you pretty much had like four of those at the, uh, the, the tasting room whenever you guys were doing that. I had one and I, I had one and I literally fell in love, but I had like four 12% beers before that. Yeah. So, but I did, but I've had this beer now a handful of times and it is literally, it's my favorite beer in the state. Straight up. Hell yeah, like, man. If I had to give a gold medalist, that's it. Spoilers. Well, mine was a little bit different. Um, so for bronze, I went with Midnight Oil from Swamphead. Now, um, understand that I may have a bias towards them, but at the same time, that's just one of those ones where I, I can always fall on one of those, no problem. Um, Marshall Zukov from Cigar City got silver. Fucking good pick. Uh, Hell yeah. Hunapu is on my list somewhere, but as far as like best stout, like an actual just stout goes, um, 
like one that I can't get all the time. Like Ardwolf did one. Uh, it was a white Russian, and that one got gold. White Russian Imperial Stout is amazing, dude. It was <laughs> so fucking good. good. Like I, like I, the first time I was introduced to it, before I even tried it, they they were kind enough to like walk me into the barrel area. They had spilled some while say, like while sampling a barrel, and like the entire cooler smelled like a white Russian. It was fucking awesome. So yeah, if you can ever get your hands on that one, definitely. definitely it's called it. it's called the Dude. It's named after obviously the Big Lebowski, the Dude, and White Russians. But it's a uh, it's it's a phenomenal beer. Yeah. Yep. So that gets your gold. Yeah, it gets my gold. Oh, See, well deserved. Listen, it deserves that's it. So hard because there's so many good ones. That's like how do you know Huna and then Marshall Zukov? It's like, oh, dude, Zukov. I just like because like it's one of those ones where. And I've heard a lot of people say this about it too, to where it's just it's earthy and it's dirty and it's good, man. It's got a lot of really robust kind of components to it. It's not one of those really just well-rounded, mellow kind of stouts. So it's one of those ones that comes out. It'll kick you in the teeth for a little bit. It's awesome. I was man. just gonna say Zukov will kick you in the face, but it's it's uh, in a in a good way. Um, and I didn't know if Hunapu counted either, but I, I mean, it is technically listed under Imperial Stout. Uh, but I, I would kind of more lean towards calling that a specialty beer, just like all of its, you know, like Prairie Bomb and all the other knockoff kind of chili stouts that have followed in its footsteps. I don't really consider them stouts, but um, but it is technically a stout, and you can't not put Hunapu in it, in my opinion. That was my list. So mm-hmm. obviously everybody's list is different. I feel like so. bronze is like a 20-way tie for me like bronze between like yeah 100 beers it's like yeah yeah especially with with florida too it's not it's not a state you closely associate with stout so the fact that we we have there's so uh, many good ones some sort of controversy Uh, going on we'll get to that later we have more questions along that line (laughs) so yeah i'm changing my bronze is tied between 20 different beers so anyway list them all right now (laughs) no i don't fucking don't do that to me chris come on (laughs) so number nine the biggest style in craft beer, in my opinion, sours. So we're going to the the, the envelope, the world of, of sours. That could be anything, fellas. So anyone wants to uh, kick that I'll off, let, or I can do it. I'll I'll kick it off. So so bronze went to uh, to green bench. Um, I'm pretty sure this beer specifically was made in 2015, but I didn't try it until 2016. So there's that counts counts in my book. Um, <laughs> they're flying zucchinis. Um, it was a farmhouse with Brett aged in like apple brandy barrels and I think Chardonnay barrels at one point too. So like they just, they, they've really figured out the whole farmhouse kind of like, a, you know, bacterial kind of thing going on down there. So if you ever find one of those special releases that has any sort of souring or kind of farmhouse funk to it, try it out. Um, Cigar City um, got silver with their one percenter. Did you guys ever hear about that one? I've, I've heard not. about it, but yeah, I never had yeah, it. So it was uh, right around the whole like 99%ers, 1%er kind of thing. They came out with a 1% Berliner Weiss. Um, so if you're trying to substitute water with beer in your life, that's the one to go with. And it was it was insanely flavorful for how low of an ABV and how little was going on in there. Cool. Dig it. Um, and then gold, um, wrap with their Lichtenheiner. <laughs> what? Dude. Yeah, I'd, I love that style. Again, it's a horrible personal bias. Um, that whole smoky, sour, kind of sweet, doughy thing going on. It's just, it's a weird combination where if you haven't tried it, it's something that'll make you re- rethink sours for sure. So, you have it's, me it, Yeah, it's a sour. It kind of transcends the sour category in a way where you're just like, I don't even know what the fuck this thing is, but it's, it's amazing. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like drinking salted ham in the best way possible. <laughs> Gold winner right there, salted ham. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mine's mine's I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda cheat last minute and give bronze kind of like a twenty way tie. I listed I have Jay Wakefield's fat bottom, uh, but that was just because I had it recently. But um it, I could care less, whatever, I don't give a fuck. But silver for me, surprise is Motorworks Peach. A bizarre gardening. Ex- oh my god, I can't talk. Motorworks Peach. A bizarre <laughs> gardening accident. Uh, it's pretty much just like a light sour with a lot of peach to it. Uh, refreshing, easy drinking. But and gold wraps. Not Lichtenstein or whatever the fuck. Salted ham. But there goes a <laughs> take gold for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I had a really hard time filling out this category. I actually. Um, I've actually had a lot of sours from Florida. I think that Florida sours are are aggressively um, on the average side across the board for me. Um, Agreed. Because most of them, and this is just a personal bias on my end, uh, most of them are in the Berliner Weiss style. And I'm, as we all know and well-documented, I'm not a big Berliner Weiss fan. So I didn't, um, I didn't uh, have a bronze for this category, uh, but I did uh, – I do like sours, so we'll just say tie with with a handful of them. Bronze, Jeff likes sours. <laughs> Silver goes to uh, Jay Wakefield, Orange Dreamsicle, um, fantastic sour. And then Rap Goza gets the gold. Rap Goza, if you guys haven't, I mean, we've talked about their chocolate peanut butter stout uh, so many times. And I know their Goza has been mentioned a bunch of times, but Goza, their Goza might be their best beer, including their wrap peanut, chocolate peanut butter. It's such a phenomenal beer, and it just kind of gets overshadowed by the novelty of the chocolate peanut butter stout. But it's a fen- it's a phenomenal beer. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. So, episode number ten, episode number what? God, what's wrong with you? Man? Are, you are you drunk? Yo, so I woke up. I woke up this morning in like a fucking like haze, and I, I think I got something in Jupiter. I Man, I got the Jupiteritis or something. I don't know what the fuck. Jupiteritis. Like I'm just sluggish. Oh. You're lucky we Man. didn't go to Square Grouper. We would have had real bad. bad yeah, I think, I think Civil got me sick with that mediocre IPAs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. no, 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 no. They were good. Getting... Crowlers back. We're doing They're a okay. review. They're okay. Um, so no, category ten best dessert beer. Here it is. So I thought this Fun one would be interesting. Listening. So, uh, and any takers, or you want me to go? I want you to go because okay. I don't yeah. I don't know if I like my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number ten. Oh, God for bronze for bronze surprise. This episode is called number ten. This episode is number ten. <laughs> Mike's a fucking idiot. Surprise! <laughs> I gave to Bang and Banjo's chocolate banana imperial milk stout. Wow, that was good. Can you say that, that again? Was good. Bang! God, you're gonna fuck me up again. <laughs> Bag and Banjo's chocolate banana imperial milk stout. It was great, fantastic. Adam's a cool guy. We saw him yesterday. He remembered us. Loves the show. What's up, Adam? Keep up the good work. Hey, Adam. So Thanks silver, for listening. Hey, buddy. Silver. Silver. I gave to Funky Buddha's Neapolitan. It's their strawberry mm. vanilla chocolate ice cream beer. It's I believe it's a brown or an porter. I think it's a brown ale. Um, so that's silver for me. Uh, we had that at the, I, I, I had it at the fucking Buddha episode before we recorded. And then number 10, uh, oh God, gold for number 10, uh, wraps chocolate peanut butter stout. 
<laughs> God, I love that fucking beer. Jeff, you like your list yet? <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Uh, Take more time. I got this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, got right. <laughs> I got this. I got this. So, best dessert beer. Uh, bronze, um, a recent addition, the Vanilla Hazelnut Marshall Zukov. Ooh. It was uh, like like drinking a Ferrero Rocher, or however you pronounce that. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, man, it was pretty solid, dude. I liked it. Um, silver, one of the ones you can get pretty fa- or pretty frequently is the uh, German chocolate cake from Angry Chair. I hear great things. It's So when I think dessert beer, I think something just big, sticky, sweet, Oh my god! And that one is—it's delicious, but I cannot finish more than four ounces of it, or else I'll really? go into a diabetic coma. <laughs> <laughs> but it is silver, so that's that's definitely putting it like it tastes good. So definitely try it out. Um, and then so gold went to uh, last snow, um, my first funky Buddha on the one of the big. I was waiting lists. for it to come out. I was waiting. <laughs> God damn it, I'm a fangirl for that. It took you I 10 categories <laughs> for you to say, yeah. No. yeah. I, like, I let out like a little eek every time I see a bottle. I ask what the bottle limit is, and then I try to get one more out of them. So. <laughs> All right, so mine, uh, my, my list, uh, uh, Jesus, my list just changed with all of those additions of beers being <laughs> which fucking sucks because I, I like the thing. So you get narrow minded and you start remembering what you had and then somebody says and you're like, fuck, I did love that beer, too. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm going to have a, a tie for bronze between two funky Buddha beers at French Toast and Last Snow, which were both on my list. And then I kind of booted them both to, to the bronze. Uh, silver is going to go to the white Russian Imperial stout by Ardwolf because I forgot yeah. that that beer existed. And when you said it, I'm like, fuck that beer is so good. Um, uh, incredible beer. And then actually this one was already on my list, but then you said it's, it's baby brother. And I was like, I, I had the, so it's angry chair, uh, maple German chocolate cake, which they had on tap, which they had on tap right after they released German chocolate cake and bombers. Um, and it was the first time I've ever been to their tap room. They had it on, and I tried both side by side. And the maple was just insanely, like you said, four ounces. You get, you know, you turn into a diabetic, but it's amazing. Um, so that one's going to go with uh, with the gold for me. Nice, I'm digging maple and beer lately. The last couple of months, anything with maple in it, I'm like, I-, I love it. I heard it's real hard to brew with maple because it's such like a simple syrup or simple sugar that like it makes it hard to brew with, but. I, people have found a way, I guess, because it's, it's coming out insanely it's good for well. Secondary, so long as you can stop like that secondary fermentation and kind of like back sweeten some stuff with it, you're fine. The more you know, yeah. I, originally, they said like you can't brew with maple, and then it turned out that I guess you can. So, <laughs> so I won't break. Do a a, a sports timeout, guys. New England won, and they're playing Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Dude, spoiler alert, man. So uh, this episode's not going to come out until like a week what next if week. I'm not watching <laughs> it right now. I guess what Chris, guess what? Chicken butt. <laughs> <laughs> kind of also, I hate it. sports. So uh I really didn't not not really that word. That's cool. <laughs> we gotta have a, a Tom Brady hating episode. Number eleven, category eleven, best bomber. All right, who's going? I'll go. Uh okay. I'll keep it short and sweet because it's uh, you know, whatever. Last snow gets the bronze. Huna gets the silver, despite the fact I think Last Snow is better. I think Hunapu's event is better. So, 
Uh, I had to give Hunapu a little bit more love than I've given him so far. And then gold goes to the cycle weekday, the entire line of weekday stouts that they put out. Um, they're all phenomenal. And that's the best bomber release that there is. So, What was your gold? The cycle, the cycle weekday stouts. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, so, go ahead, Chris. Call it up. Uh, cycle actually got my bronze with their pallet series. Um, Very good. Just because they know how to release bombers. Like, how how often do you go into, you know, a tap room in Florida somewhere and you see the same bombers at the same stuff that they have on draft? So, obviously, it's not one of those, I need to get this now kind of thing. Like, they'll sell out of their stuff in two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Silver got a Swamp Head 10-10-10 um, just because I geek out of it. I make the trip. And then uh, Hunapu for gold. Um you know, say what you want about the beer. I, you know, it's not my favorite beer I've ever had in my face. It's awesome. I think it deserves the reputation and the fact that it's grown, you know, that festival, that area so well, is kind of cool. So it's defined. It's it's almost superseded what they already have as their core brand that everybody knows. And it's like Cigar City's known for Hunapu now, which is like yeah. pretty insane considering that their core line is so well known and so good. That'd be like if like if Heady Topper. You were trying to get Heady Topper and their once a year like Imperial Stout with all the bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You re- you very rarely hit both those marks. Yeah, yeah. So so mine's I got I got a preference. I I've never had Cycle. I've had one Cycle Bomber, but it was aged and that didn't count. But um, so Cycle didn't make my list. So my bombers are beers that I've actually had at some point in 2016. So bronze for me is Funky Buddha Love Below. I don't talk about it a whole lot, but I, I love it. Not as much as Jeff, but it's it's a fantastic beer, and I, I really enjoy it. Silver is Hunapu or Hunapu, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Cigar City. And then gold, uh, I can't, Jeff, I can't let it go, dude. French toast, Funky Buddha. I can't. It I'd is, marry it, it if is I good. Could. I'd marry it, it if good. I could, yeah. So that's those are my gold. It, yeah. My brother tried it, and he didn't like it because he said it was it tasted too much like French toast. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i comment <laughs> i was like i don't know what i'm like does that is that good or he's like i don't it's too sweet it tastes too much like french toast i'm like it's called french toast like it's supposed <laughs> it's to taste like french like toast <laughs> <laughs> i think he wanted it to taste more like beer which if i did have a single knock on funky buddha that would be it that their beers don't taste enough like beer but that's not their they market, taste like man. what they're they taste like what they're trying to make them taste like so that was eleven. Where I we're on to twelve. My favorite number, best barrel aged beer, also very hard category. Um, all right, who's up? I mean, I have no problem going. I'm all filled out. Go for it. I'm good. You want me to go? Yeah. All right, cool. So bronze, take a bronze. Funky Buddha, last Buffalo in the park. Fucking money. Silver, Funky Buddha, love below. Fucking money. And the gold surprise hit local beer, Red Cypher's Hollow Earth. I don't know why it's so good, but it's it was it's fantastic. I had on on draft at their one year anniversary in November, and it just style it's just stylistically perfect. Without that, all the bullshit additives. Was it excuse me, was that their barley wine? That is their bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. It's gotcha. the one I was just drinking it. Just maybe last, last, episode. last episode I was drinking it. Um, Mike brought me a bomber down, and it, it, it is every bit as phenomenal as he says it is. It's an incredible beer. So that nice. that's a gold. 
All right, I'll go next if you want. Um, I've got for the bronze medal winner, um, throwing some love down to do south, and especially because I just bought a couple more of these bombers yesterday. The rum barrel Mariana Trench, which we tried last uh, when we went down for the do south episode. Um, which we both agreed needed a little more age now that we've got the bombers and they have a little more age. I'm going to crack one open and see if it's any better, but it was, uh, I guess the bronze, a, a great beard nonetheless. And, uh, it just needed a little bit more time. Silver gets the, it goes to red Cypress, um, hollowed earth. Uh, like we just said, it's a phenomenal beer and then gold. No surprise. I've already said it's my favorite beer in the entire state. Maybe even the world, the love below by funky Buddha. Um, double barrel aged basically blended imperial stout is incredible dude i gotta check that out you said releasing that like what next month two months from now for uh, valentine's day fuck yeah so oh yeah awesome well i've got last buffalo for my bronze so there's another funky (laughs) for you silver i went with um something a little bit more local to me crooked can they do a barrel aged imperial stout every year and it's uh, it just turns out well, man. It's not too hot. It's really well mellowed out. Um, perfect balance of that roasty bitterness, but also kind of sweet maltiness. Um, and then gold was Ardwolf's Apple Brandy White Russian. Mm. Um, because oh, they have an Apple Brandy gold. one? Yep. I'm just blowing your mind for How do you Damn it. That sounds so good. Throw it in some random Apple Brandy barrels. So it's yeah. If uh, it, you probably can't find Fuck. that now, but if you do, um, call me and I'll fight you to the death for it. So, <laughs> damn, that sounds so good. <laughs> Fighting words. Moving on, category thirteen, best sleeper beer. And you're gonna ask Mike, what does that mean? I was like, what do you mean by sleeper beer? Bro? What do you mean? <laughs> Phone goes off, Chris. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that was me 30 minutes before the episode, everyone. Uh, so pretty much what sleeper beer means is beers that we've each individually had in 2016 that we thought were fantastic, that we really enjoyed, that maybe most people or haven't either heard of or we don't see it kind of being talked about within the, the craft beer community, I guess is the best explanation for it. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll go first. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, my, <laughs> my bronze, I kind of cheated. I included about four different beers. But for me, bronze is the Do South category IPAs. Whether it's three, four, five, Imperial Oak, doesn't matter. S-P-I-G-E-N. I think Do South category IPAs are very uh, overlooked by a lot just because everyone's crazy about highlight and New England IPAs. Easy, bro. Dude, Category uh, 5 is one of the best beers that you can buy out there if you're a hophead. Oh, 100% agree. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they're overlooked. They need more love. Silver for me, Rap Goza. You know, Rap's known for the chocolate peanut butter stout, and I'm guilty because that blew my mind. But their Goza is equally as fantastic as, as their chocolate peanut butter. And for me, Gold, Lauder Ale Sea Porter. Because that beer is, oh, man, that's that's a very good beer. Uh, that a lot of people don't know about. So, all right. So, following that up, um, two of them are ones that I just had randomly that they probably won't ever. If they do make them again, awesome. But you probably won't see them very frequently in distribution. So you're gonna have to go visit the sources, except for one of them, which got bronze, and that was a uh, Reef Donkey from Tampa Bay Brewing. Uh, Good beer. Yeah. Yes, I dig it. Like, it's I a agree. tall boy. It's like six percent. It's super clean, super light, easy to drink in the hops. It's awesome. Also, Charlie Mears, if you're listening, fuck you for ruining that for me for a while. <laughs> um, 
It's yeah, okay. man, fuck you. <laughs> no, dude, there was one night we were all hanging out, and he just like he, he's a gracious host. He'll just get filling your beer, and then after a while, you're like, I think I've consumed more reef donkey than I should. <laughs> um, silver was from Ardwolf, Everlasting Hopstopper. Um, again, huge Imperial Red Ale fan. Um, and they fucking nailed it. Um, I'm a huge fan of everything they're doing. So outside of their, like their Belgian Paleo is great, but whenever you try their hobby lineup or even their, like their classic styles lineup, um, you'll, you'll be pleasantly surprised. And then again, probably just me sitting in this, in this stand over here, campaigning this one beer is going to be the Lichtenheiner from Rap again. God. God, you. The thing is, you act like I hate it. I don't. I love that beer. No, like, I don't know if anyone hates it, but it's such a random out there style. I it's feel like so it's weird. Good. <laughs> That's a weird the beer for sure. I feel like throw my handlebar mustache and be like, oh, this this you know historical German style is the best way to go. But it's so fucking good, man. It's just so it, smoked ham. Like our salty ham is like how you describe. It is like a smoked ham in a beer. Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it, don't you're not you're not alone. We all love it. It's really good. Okay, God, it's so good. I don't so know. That's, that's one of my sleeper beers for sure. My thing is a sleeper beer for me is like something I feel like I want to recommend to somebody and be like, you got to try this. And like, I feel like the Lichtenheiner. More often than not, I would recommend it, and somebody would be like, "You're an idiot." So, like, I'd be willing to sacrifice nine recommendations of them going, "You're an idiot," for one person to have their mind blown. Yeah, it definitely is one of those mind-blowing beers that like changes the whole way, the whole landscape of what you think beer can taste like. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, so mine going into it, since we all have a going trend here with uh, with sleeper beers being from Rap Brewing, Rap Goza. Uh, like I said earlier, um, and I kind of spoiled it myself when I said they're known for their chocolate uh, peanut butter stout, but this might be their best beer. Their Goza stylistically is by far their best beer. It is an absolutely perfect Goza. Um, and it is, if you like, if you even minutely likes, uh, sour styles, you'll love that beer. Um, the next one I put on was due South Imperial caramel cream ale. Uh, their caramel cream ale is fantastic. Their Imperial is twice as fantastic. And I honestly did not like the, uh, the orange maple or the maple bacon or any of that as much as I liked just the standard Imperial caramel cream ale, uh, which is a phenomenal beer. And then my gold medal winner is um, which one of my personal favorite sessionable uh, drinking all day uh, beers is Red Cypress Death Roll Stout, mm. um, which is just a, a perfect example of what a stout, especially a Florida stout, a low ABV, uh, very sessionable and very complex malt build uh, forward stout should taste like. Um, he, all the complexity that is in that beer is just from their malt build. No added flavors. They're brewing just as they just brewed it a perfect beer, in my opinion. So that's a that's the gold medal winner is the Death Roll Stout by Red Cypress. Hell yeah. Good. I feel like Reef Donkey is like the craft beer equivalent to like a redneck lawnmower and beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you say that because every time I've had one, I have my sleeves cut off, I have a trucker hat on. They're good, man. Right? Did you guys see my new my new trucker hat though? I got it yesterday. The New South uh, trucker hat here. It's camo, so you know it. I can't it, actually it, see it. It's it's New <laughs> uh, South camo hat here. New South camo. <laughs> Category fourteen. 
best beer style in Florida. I'm actually looking forward to this one. I'm curious to Me see too. what you guys think about this. Me too. Um, right, who's got first? I'll go first. Oh. Fucking whatever. Shit, I just got a tornado watch, guys. I might not be here tomorrow. I'll go first. So I, I give bronze. My hallway. <laughs> We're gonna lose power. I give my bronze to wheat wheatales, uh, whether it's you know Belgian styles or whatever the fuck wheat ales in, in, in general. I think not only are a, a wide variety of them, but I think they're done pretty well and they're pretty fitting for the Florida temperature. Uh, silver, I gave sours, which I am double. I'm not too big on that now, <laughs> but fuck it. I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to own it. Sours get silver. And then for me, gold, for some reason, we're good at it, man. We, I got to give it to the stout. I don't know, but we got good stouts here in Florida. So those are wheat, sour, and stout. Those are mine. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and go next. One, uh, first off, though, I did just open up the, um, and I have to correct myself. I said rum barrel. I meant bourbon barrel, um, Mariana Trench earlier, and Mike was probably biting his tongue to correct me he knew i was wrong but he's oh, a good yeah. friend and didn't, yeah, did. and didn't embarrass me yeah, but um i did just time. open the bourbon barrel uh mariana and it is uh incredible beer and it, it did mellow out a lot mike so when you open up your bomber you'll really enjoy it well we had um, the rum we had, we had the rum, rum and right. we had yeah we had the rum a year ago yesterday. and then we got the bourbon yesterday but it is it, this is a very mellow uh and, and it's aged right this is a year old i, I believe a year old yep yeah, so it's it's mellowed out a good amount, and it's uh, it's a very good beer. Um, but anyway, best beer styles in Florida. I went with bronze. I went with IPA, especially citrus first IPAs uh, is something that I think that we've excelled at. Um, kind of, I, I think we we kind of took the uh, like the birdshot approach, and we'll just throw as many pellets in the air and see what we hit. Kind of thing in Florida. Like everybody has 10 IPAs and a handful of them have been very good. So um, I'll say we do IPAs well only because we have so many of them that some of them had to have been good, uh, especially the citrus first ones. Um, silver, I went with wheat beers, uh, especially fruit <laughs> forward wheat beers, yeah. um, which we've talked about when we were at the Coasters episode doing like a wheat or a fruity Berliner Weiss as a Florida style. Um, people have started saying things about Florida Weiss uh, as a style, which I don't think it actually is yet. But fruity wheat beers uh, tend to be done pretty well in Florida. And then gold, uh, I've said this before on the show, and I don't know if it's true. And maybe, Chris, you'll know better as an actual brewer. I think our water, just the way it's made up, lends to malty styles very well. Um, and stouts and porters, I think, are the number one thing that Florida does well, where they actually can execute on a high level. Um it's not what we're well known for, but it probably should be what we're well known for because I think that's what we do. I think that's what Florida breweries do the best at. I'll definitely give you that because our, our water is typically pretty heavy in mineral content and stuff like that. So that definitely helps out a lot with, you know, um, carrying over that malt flavor in some of those bigger beers. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So for uh, so I went a little bit different, I guess, on an approach to this as far as, you know, what we're doing the best. I think I went with more of a what I think the best styles for Florida are. OK, so, that's where I was. I didn't understand it. And I went with what I thought we did the best. But I'm actually right there with you. I thought of that, too. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think Florida, you think one of those things were like low ABV, super sessionable, easy to just kill like five or six of them while hanging out on a boat or on the beach or whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? So, uh, bronze got Pilsner slash Kolsch. So like any of that super light, easy drinkable beer kind of style. 
Um, and a lot of a lot of breweries are actually starting to jump onto that too, to where they realize whether it be a marketing thing where they need a gateway beer, or whether it be one of those like you know they're they're looking to you know satisfy the the people who've tried all the double IPAs and the imperial stouts and they want to just have a solid reliable beer to fall back on. Um, Silver went with session IPAs. Um, Green Bench killed it. Swamphead killed it. Um, you're starting to see a lot more breweries kind of come out with those. And personally, I love them. Like they're, they're super flavorful. You don't have to worry about falling off your bar stool after three or four of them. Um, so I, that's one of those things in my book. And then uh, Florida Vice, as you were just talking about, Jeff. Um, yeah, it's, it's getting there. It's, it's getting there. And, it, you know, there's a lot of people who poo-poo the whole thing. <clears> but realistically, like not a lot of other places geographically were doing that to a Berliner Vice. So if, if you know, like people in Portland, Oregon – or like have that whole Cascadian dark ale thing go for them. Why can't we have Florida vice? Like it's, or new England IPA. What's so different about that? And I can't see through it. Like we've, we've got a slightly different take on something that's traditional, but now we're making it our own. And I think we're fucking killing it with it. That's yeah. And I just, I just said, I don't think it's its own style just yet, but I think we do it very well. And that's why I made kind of the silver for me. It's like, I think we're doing a good job with what we're doing. I just don't, I don't know what it takes to jump from being like New England style IPA that they do in New England to being the New England style IPA. You know what I mean? Like, well, like what, how do you get from like, like, how much like attention it's getting or. Yeah. It's like, how do we get from the point where we're like, this is a wheat beer in a style that they do in Florida to like other people being like, that is a Florida style beer. You know what I mean? Like, not like, Oh, they took, this is a Berliner Weiss kind of how Florida does it rather than like, this is Florida wise. I think like you, you have to, it's a branding thing, I think, but like, that's all I'm saying is I don't think that we're at that point where branding wise, it's our style yet. Yeah. But I definitely think we're doing that style our own way. Well, I think if, I think more brewers out there like nationally or internationally who combine fruit with Berliner vices, their, their immediate thought will be Florida vice before, Oh, I changed a Berliner vice. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like it's, it's already I been done, done well here. You know what I mean? But I mean, but yeah. So that was my goal. I think that's you know, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of room to develop in that whole style, and a lot of like the biggest breweries out there are definitely doing those. So yeah, even even mm-hmm. though you took a different approach to that that category, I think your list, Chris, is is I could agree with that because I mean, pretty much you said it. Like more breweries are doing a Kolsch style, Kolsch style, or more of an easy drinking IPA. So it's you know, even though you took a different approach approach, I still think that your you know your medals are still accurate in terms of what Florida, oh, absolutely. what oh, your styles are doing or being done properly right i think Florida. and i also think I, I love i mean we've talked about how much i love Kolsch styles um but i think that's a smart technique um on the on the part of like a smaller brewery that's having um issues with, with brewing their beer you know exactly perfectly every single time because i feel like Kolsch is a more forgiving style with a little bit more to hide behind than like a pale lager and when you're doing the cheese pizza approach, like you talk about, you can execute a Kolsch well better than you can execute a pale lager well, in my opinion, because I think there's less to hide behind in a pale lager than there is in a Kolsch. So I think that's probably why you see a lot more Kolsches coming up. And I could be completely wrong. And from a brewing standpoint, you could be like, Jeff, you're a fucking idiot. But I, that's my opinion is I, I think a Kolsch is a good flavorful light style that there is still somebody and some flavor to hide behind if you happen to have 
off flavors in your small brewing equipment and your non-measured by computers kind of old school brewing style. So three different things on that too. Like if you, if you, you came from world of beer, right? So, yeah. you, you know, you see like one of the, the first things you recommend for a Bud Light drinker is a Kolsch and how often do they turn it down? Almost never. Right. So that you, you close that gap right there. Um, you guys as beer drinkers, when you walk in, you'll try the Kolsch. So you've got oh, yeah. that demographic right there. And like on the super nerdy side of it, like it's a great thing to propagate yeast as far as like helping out your efficiency as far as a brewery goes. So you use that to build up your yeast, run the yeast off that, then use that for your IPA or something even bigger. So without having to pay for any more propagations or anything like that. So it, it, it wins a little <laughs> lot of different ways. So right. yeah, I, I'm a fan. I hope they keep brewing culture. You know? Yeah. So Sorry, that was me nerding out. No, for a second dude, there. no we like that. That's, deal with that shit. Dude, that's why you're here, man. You're actually an expert. We're just some Joes here. We're average Joes. Yeah. You actually know what you're talking about. <laughs> Far from <laughs> it, sir. I just know how to bullshit people to think I do. <laughs> people love it, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> so category 15, guys, the very last one we have, and the most interesting for me, and I'm excited to hear everyone's answers. Category 15. The best beer in Florida. Da, da, da. So this is going to be a hard one, guys, because I went with, like, listen, there's there's a lot of really great beer being made out there. There's a lot of really great, crazy one-off specialty. Like, I'm sure somebody's made, like, a goat cheese cave-age saison at this point. Ooh, let me get but, that. sounds good. Doesn't it? <laughs> but, like, I just, I haven't, I don't know. I, I went with, like, Core ones you can find regularly that like those are my go-to favorite beers from Florida. What was your guys' approach? I did just just off what I enjoy the most, and then what broke what separates silver and gold for me is availability. Okay. So, uh, but ever I mean, you guys already both know my gold, so that should tell you what my approach. Well, was. just why don't you start? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Jeff. My silver and gold are both from the same brewery, and we already know which brewery oh that God, is. Fucking brewery again. And I know. I told you. I, and I said it. But, dude, one, it's so in my market. Society, right? Two, it's amazing. Um, I was going to be a wop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they almost made the list. I, I might have to bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. They're close. Uh, they were, like, right on the cusp, like a close fourth or something like that. Um <laughs> oh, Jesus I'll have to bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, them and uh, what's the one in uh, in uh, plants or uh, in uh, Deland? Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. What, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bronze medal goes to the OG of Florida craft beer, the one we've talked about a handful of times already. Uh, Hunapu uh, is the bronze medal for the best beer in Florida which is funny because it's literally rated as the best stout in the world on untapped. And, and what that's, you know, most Americans are probably jizzing their pants over it. So that's probably why, but, um, Hunapu is the bronze medal winner for me. And then silver medal goes to the fanboy favorite last snow, uh, from funky Buddha, which everybody in their mom tried to make a copy of it. And nobody even came close, whatever they're doing down there with, with last snow, it's incredible. And then, Gold goes to, I've already said it, Funky Buddha, The Love Below. Please try it. It's incredible. It is one of the most complex beers you will ever try in your life. Um, 
it the only knock on it that you could possibly have is that it's super high ABV and you might not be able to kill a whole bomber of it because it's only in bomber format. Otherwise, there's no reason not to drink this beer. It is quite possibly, in my opinion, it is the best beer in Florida. Please try it. Challenge accepted. Not bad. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll go second because I feel like mine are going to be very underwhelming um, in comparison with the, <laughs> the, the Lichtenheimer. What's that? The Lichtenheimer. <laughs> no, it's actually got bronze, silver, and gold. Um, I love. Yeah. I love that Chris takes a different look at these categories than we do because me and Mike have had the problem in the past of agreeing way too much. So yeah. you. So let's say you're doing what the best core brands, right? So or like, you, like best beer in more or less. I'm thinking more along the lines of like anybody can accidentally make a great beer as a one-off. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that all the one-offs out there are accidents, but to be able to make something just fucking solid and change the game throughout the entire year, every single day is I, in my personal opinion, a little bit more deserving of respect as far as I, and I, I love think. that perspective. So that's now, you know, where the two I, perspectives are too, listeners. Yeah. And that's, I love that perspective. So it won't be underwhelming. It'll be, more informative, if anything, than ours is. Right. So, so all of them are hoppy beers, and all of them are core brands. So that should narrow it down pretty easily. But so for bronze, <laughs> I went with Category Five from Due South. Like, fuck hell yeah, dude! I'd love that beer. Like, it's there's not a lot of like double IPAs out there that's that's made on the reg, like all year round from local breweries. So having that one pop up from time to time is, is always good. Um, Silver, I went with a uh, Swamphead Stump Knocker. At like, I remember having my first one in two thousand nine, and um, I've I've never not had one of those if I had the opportunity. Why wasn't Pale Ale on the list? Stump Knocker's a Pale Ale, right? Yeah. Why wasn't it on the list here? I would have put that. I don't know. I don't. I didn't make the list. We'll have to talk to some. Damn it, guy Mike. Like that. Don't don't we know somebody? Dude, listen, don't even get me fucking started. This, <laughs> <laughs> this we've had this list for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know, man. That one's my beach beer. So, um, and then gold is, you know, probably one of the first beers I had that was locally made. That I was like, "What the fuck? I need this in my face at all times." Um, it was highlight. Like that's that's my gold. That's what I gave it to. Uh, that's what I'm drinking now. It's my fallback. It's my easy. Like no decisions having to be made on it. So. It, it, God, it's such a good beer. It really is. And to be honest with you, I have six tabs at my restaurant. And out of six total taps, highlight is a permanent tap, and it's oh for sure. And everybody who comes in goes, "Oh my god, you actually have an IPA on tap one?" Because I'm not in a big beer community down here in Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, Jupiter is where I live is a big beer community. Stewart is not so much, uh, and I only have six taps. Everybody who comes in and goes, "Oh, do you have an IPA?" Well, yeah, we have highlight. They're like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't really know what that is," which is amazing already because I'm like, yeah. that makes me happy because I get to actually talk about beer with you mm-hmm. but um every single person tries it and goes wow this beer is incredible oh my god where's it from oh it's tampa it's cigar city they're the biggest brewery in florida you know blah 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 and and people literally love that beer like it, it's it's becoming even though it's a small market it's somebody's new favorite entry-level craft beer in in stewart every night and I've, I've said this a lot about a lot of different local breweries too. Like that, that, I'll be honest with you, and it may sound kind of, you know, pessimistic. Not every single local brewery that's that we have has the potential to be like even a regional or a national brand. They do. Like they they figured it out. They nailed it. Um, they've got that kind of like crazy hype in the uh, in the craft beer scene. But also at the same time, they're doing it right to where you can find it. But like Seven Eleven or Chili's, and you can knock on them for that. But at the same time, that's just. 
being able to rely on the fact that you can get that at all times. You know what I mean? Well, it's 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 really incredible that they actually have a pretty high IBU and a pretty bitter and big. It's like a bold. That's a bold IPA. Highlight yeah, is like not seventy your, IBUs on paper, right? Yeah, it's not your every man's IPA, but at the same time, they've made it so balanced and they've made it with enough different flavors and the complexity to make it appeal to your average IPA drinker. And then also somebody like yourself who still loves it after having thousands and thousands of beers. So like, that's what I've always said about High Lie that I love about it. And we all know I'm well-documented. I'm not the biggest Cigar City fan. I don't hate them. I just, I'm not a big fanboy of, of Cigar City, but High Lie is, it is complex enough for your best beer drinker and simple enough for your entry-level IPA drinker and everyone in between, and it's one of those beers, just like uh, Bell's Two Hearted, even uh, is another. Oh, one. for sure, yeah. That you can start there and end there, and anywhere in between, and you're still gonna love that beer. Yep. You know. So is is, is it my turn? It is. Sorry, I just right, went cool. off on a no, tangent. Hold on, one more thing. Highlight's yeah. awesome. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> for me, bronze, uh, Dew South Imperial Maple Orange Cream Ale. Fuck, I love Ooh. that beer. It is I know good. Jeff said he he was a big fan of the maple orange, but no, I was I was a big fan. I just like the imperial, the regular. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry, but this one gets bronze for me. Silver, funky Buddha French toast, and gold is Rap's chocolate peanut butter stout. Only and like I said earlier, the only reason why is Rap makes that all the time. So every time I go to Rap, they always have it to c- compare to French toast. It's always it's only about a month a year, so that's what separated gold to silver for me. Um, yeah, so. yeah, and I think I've only been to rap one time without taking home at least two growlers of that chocolate peanut butter stout. So that's that tells you something. Yeah. So those are <laughs> those are some of many amazing beers in Florida that I wish that we can name them all. Yeah. Uh, comment back and tell for... us which ones we missed. All right. Real quick. Yeah. I wanted to like civil society. I wanted to surprise you guys with a uh, a last question and only one answer. <laughs> yeah. So. Best beer name from a local brewery in 2016. Wow. Oh, this is probably something from Angry Angry Chair because they got a nope, two pump I've jump. Got, they have a couple good ones. Wait, two pump jump was Angry Chair? Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. And our uh, what uh, copper tail like uh, like basic bitch or base? Yeah, something like that. One of those. Um, Give me one minute. I'll think of one. But I, I, I actually have one in mind. I, I want to give it honorable mention, though, probably. All right. And so, that, so go for it. Can we do an honorable mention? And then yeah, we can sure. go for it. Man. So I'll do honorable mention. And then I'm going to think of, of what my real one is. But I think Turb Ferguson <laughs> is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's it's Turb. Term. Herb. It is with a B, Herb. but I specifically made a point the entire day yesterday to call it Turd Ferguson. <laughs> and, oh, and every single and Mike and Mike would be like, it's Turb. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then I'd go up to the bar and be like, can I get a Turd Ferguson? And just, I thought that one was really good. That's my honorable mention. You guys go with the rest. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Mike? Uh, oh, fuck, man. Probably what I said is is uh, I think honorable mentions two pump chump, and then copper tails like side bitch or side hoe or something. I can't remember. This is not rehearsed. <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> off the cuff. <laughs> no, we're getting <laughs> crazy. Want to get fancy? So, so, so this is the bar after hours. 
So I thought about yeah. this. Some- I was down at Cigar City. And like uh, what struck me, I saw one beer and I was like, those motherfuckers. Like I was planning on making a beer, naming it this, not the same style, but like one of those kind of like you, you, but once you claim it, it's not like the one percenter. That was genius. Um, they did one called Bigly. What's it called? Bigly. Bigly. Like Trump's. Oh, you love the word Bigly too. God. Oh, so I saw that and I was like, there's no way I can't get a growler of that to go home. So double IPA called Bigly. It was awesome. And I'm also super jealous that they actually did it before I did. I mean, if you really want to, you can make a beer called that, just like Big Storm and Do South have the uh, category beers that are currently uh, yeah, fighting. It's not causing an issue at all. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> nah. 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 So uh, I'll probably put in the video or whatever. Okay. But um, yeah. We have a couple of announcements, guys, for those listening. Wait, I still haven't even announced my number one. Oh, you haven't? Don't worry about it. I thought you went. (laughs) Well, I I did my honorable mention. Go go ahead. My number one. Okay, my number one, and this one actually is an old favorite of mine, and it still sticks with me, is is the (laughs) Engine 15 Nutsack Brown Ale. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't think that's a hilarious beer name, I'm sorry. There's something wrong with you. I think think it's a double brown. (laughs) It is actually it is a double it brown ale, and uh, engine fifteen double brown ale called Nutsack Brown Ale, and we made this is the this is the biggest reason that I think it's so funny. So for a short period of time, we had um, when people were hitting really big milestones with World of Beer, we started doing this thing at Wa Baltimore where we would make them their own beer uh, their own beer mixed draft named after them. So for their fifteen hundred party, we would be able to have on the menu so-and-so's mixed draft and it was an actual point which was really cool um so we made jeff cotton for his two i think it was his 2500 party jeff cotton's nutsack <laughs> and it was nutsack brown ale mixed with something else and we specifically brought in nutsack brown to put on tab so that jeff cotton's nutsack could be a point <laughs> at world of beer and i will tell you right now that under my mixed draft points on the wab app i have jeff cotton's nutsack as one of my points <laughs> so that's so why cool. that beer sticks out to me as a, a fucking hilarious name You'll you'll appreciate the story. This is probably something I should tell you off air, but all all those of you listening, you're gonna have to deal with it. So my first order that I ever did with World of Beer, right? I sat down with the distributor, and they had uh, Tommy Knocker and they had Parat, right? So we were in the process of making like beer shot um, buttons or whatever, and so I ordered uh, Butthead from Tommy Knocker and Parat on draft, and we mixed them together and we made Butt Pirates. And then everyone got butt pirates. That's points. so awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. That's cool as fuck. To be honest with you, like that was an untapped resource of World of Beer. And if you guys understood how it all worked, you would think like, why were they not doing more of this? We had to submit everything that we ever put in our computer to corporate. So I was submitting Jeff Cotton's nutsack <laughs> to corporate for approval to be on our menu. <laughs> and somebody's <laughs> job was to read that and approve it. Somebody, <laughs> but the best part is somebody approves it every time. Like it gets approved every time. <laughs> you don't like fucking there. You, you, I used to go through and we would change our mixed drafts just with what was already in the system. And, I would say 80% of the mixed drafts were something fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some people approved every one of them that came through, oh no matter how bad they were. I would love that job. <laughs> that was great. 
So that was, oh yeah, Jeff, you, you, that was your name, the Nutsack. Okay, that was cool. it, Nutsack Brown Ale Engine 15. So wrapping up this great episode, I'm digging it. You guys have anything kind of going on, anything new, anything different? I know we had the Two South event yesterday, Jeff, which was awesome. And I can't thank them enough. Um, but other than that, I got nothing working. No, other than that, man, I'm going to be down in, in Jupiter uh, next weekend, actually, for that whole like field of beers and Jupiter beer fest thing. Um, nice. Yeah, hit me up, uh, hit me up when you're down here, Chris, because I'll uh, maybe I'll be able to hang out with you. I, Saturday night, I know, is when the event is, and I'll be at work. But um, just let me know when you're coming down, and we'll try and yeah, we'll try and get sure. together. You go to Square Grouper. <laughs> we didn't actually make it to Square Grouper with Mike. He wanted to he wanted to drive home and go to Orlando, and I said you should stay here, and he said no. But I was and we were going to go to Square Grouper. But whatever that means. I'm going to take the high road and not throw some coolest bar ever because I was down as fuck for Square Grouper. Who were you going to throw at me? No, not me. No, no. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know you're trying. trying. (laughs) But anyway, I'm with you. So next episode will be somewhere live. So I'm excited, and I already have uh, it planned that uh, if me and Chris are out, that we're splitting that Mariana Trench I got for free. So, oh boy, we'll be trench. we'll be Oh, but you're getting uh, regular the the blue barrel the trench. Yeah, we're, we're, I'll split the reg, and then I'll give Chris his uh, bourbon. That's in the fridge for me. I might drink that tonight too. But yeah, guy, this, that. this guy over here, he's too kind. <laughs> anyway. Thanks again for uh, listening, I guess, listening uh, and watching, but mainly listening for this 2016 wrap-up. Next episode, we're going to 2017 like a fucking freight train. But till next time, thanks again for listening and watching. Holla. Bye, everybody. <laughs>